This is the Hartford Online Radio Network. 21st Century Audio. Delivered. Elgohorn.com. Hi, everybody. We are Open for Business, the podcast that explores all things business, entrepreneurship, technology, marketing, customer service, and making a few bucks for yourself. Bandwidth for On the Horn is provided by Amazon S3 servers. Amazon S3 is storage over the internet. Retrieve any amount of data at any time from anywhere on the web. Highly scalable, reliable, secure, fast, and inexpensive, all from a name you trust, Amazon. For more information about Amazon S3 storage, visit aws.amazon.com. Com. This is episode 52, Social Media, SEO, and Making Money in the Online World. Hmm. Open for Business is sponsored by Gateway Financial Partners, the accounting firm of Budwitz & Meyer Jack, Deepwater Seafood of Avon, and Central CT Dental.com. I'm Brian Parker, joined as always by Ken Cook, the acclaimed author, speaker, Fortune 500 consultant, and contributor to Inc. Magazine, now running Peer-to-Peer Advisors. Hello, Ken. Brian, how are you tonight? How's that peer-to-peeradvisors.com website going? It's active and improving. Are you doing, are you going to, do you have a plan to do like the Seth Godin thing where you kind of make a blog post every day and give it a little bit away and give a little bit away to attract? Our guest actually is going to help me with that. Oh, our guest is going to help me. Very good. And our guest host today, by the way. Yeah, he did well with that. Is uh, Matt Service, president and founder of Service Internet Solutions, online business magnet and LinkedIn member, 8,979. That's very early by perspective. I am LinkedIn member, (laughs) 178,467,019. So he was just a few days before me. About a week. Hello, Matt. How are you? Good evening. It's good to have you back. It's great to be here. Uh, our topic tonight, uh, just a penny from millions of people would make a real difference in, in your life, wouldn't it? Wouldn't that make a real difference in your life? Very much so. That would make a real difference in my life. The internet can help us get there. But, you know, it seems so hard. It seems so hard and so complicated. complicated. It's for the young kids. The young kids can do it. I can't do it. I'm too old. I'm over 30. I can't do it. It's for the young kids. You are not an early adopter. The one <clears throat> 173 million number... Well, on LinkedIn, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, We also have Hot Potato News, uh, fascinating stories from around the web about business, both good and bad. And let's get into some of those right now. What's your first Hot Potato News item there, Mr. Cook? I've got a couple of them for you tonight, Brian. But first, we're missing Tommy tonight due to a broken ankle. So if we're not really missing him. He's just not here. (laughs) (laughs) Sort of a play on words. Uh, Tommy, I'm missing you tonight if you're listening in. Dial into the chat room and let Brian know what you think. (laughs) The hot potato news, first one. And both of these are actually uh, very good intros into the topic for this evening. The Mm -hmm. first one is about targeted social networks and what niche marketers do with them. This one intrigued me because it is as, as complicated as you say the online world is, this is very indicative of a traditional marketing tactic applied in an online space because it is segmenting the online world for marketers in order to reach them. Targeted social networks are literally 
mini cuts of big online user groups. Um, it might, well, I'll give you three quick examples. Let me flip through the page here. The first one, Cafe Mom. Yeah. Mommy bloggers. Yeah, yeah. But a lot of the mom stuff, yeah, especially like single moms, woof, very popular. Well, this one is interesting because with you? <laughs> people with products introduce these products to these moms who sit and do blogs. Right, right. And it becomes a way to introduce the product to that community. Another one, third age, seniors. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's for the growing aging population. The third example that I think is great is Athlinks. Athletes. Yeah. Interesting. That right. one. That that I think is probably a format that you can really launch into a lot of different niche markets. You could. The other ones are more kind of for at least for the mom ones, they're more just kind of forum based, uh, with with comments after them and yada yada yada. What do you do with it? Uh there's a great website called CT Fisherman or maybe CT Fishing or something like that. And it's literally it's a paid website so there's a big wall there that you have to pay in order just to read hmm. which is fascinating to me that people really 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 are so into fishing there are dedicated fishermen who would do that yeah every day i mean the athletes though i mean to put it in comparison of a niche market mm-hmm. you used your registration number 173 million or something with linkedin right yeah two hundred sixty-six thousand total members on athletes so that's quite different very different. So it really is very niche focused. But for marketers who are working their business online, these are great segments if your product or service applies to them. I think you're right. And you know what else it does? It gets rid of a lot of the noise. Absolutely. You know that you're you're really like sniper targeting. You know, you're getting just the nectar of what that market is that you want to target. Yeah. And, you know, it's not just these people are really in tune. It's a very active audience. As opposed to LinkedIn, yeah, there's, you know, 200 million people on LinkedIn or some crazy number. Um, not everyone is checking in every day. Correct. Maybe some of them, like me, are, you know, getting involved in it, but we're just sort of overwhelmed. These people at a couple hundred thousand, very focused on well, wanting to be members here. You gave the example before we went on air. Facebook, just big fanfare. We're over a billion users. Right. Right. When in actuality, they're active users, multiple visits per day. Multiple visits per day, yeah, just over 300 million. So, 30, but still, 30 percent. Yeah, but that's great. If if you have very active users, like think about, you know, very active uh, folks in your business. Yeah. You, I mean, you couldn't, I couldn't handle everybody calling me, all my clients calling me every day. Correct. I, I'd go loopy. And I couldn't charge enough because <laughs> I'd have to hire people to take care of that. Wow. But, oh well. All right. Second item that I found that I thought was very interesting is 20 stats that explain why marketers still struggle to measure social media ROI. Yeah. Yeah. It, I know. I know. I have, I have the answer to this, but go ahead. Oh, please share. No, no. Go to, tell right. the story and then I'll tell you what I think. Okay. And Matt, I, this one should resonate for you as well. Uh, the bottom line of it is that many marketers who use social media do not tie the social media strategy and tactics to their core business purpose and goals. What they end up doing is developing a social media strategy, but it's not integrated. It's parallel to what the business goals are. Uh, and what they end up measuring are traffic, 
clicks, click-throughs, when in actuality what you're looking for are qualified prospects, people that click through and convert, people that take an action of some type. Matt was running one of my peer sessions last week on this very topic, and you made the very clear point. Without conversion, what the hell good is it? Traffic's useless. Yeah. So the lack of the integrated system was one of it, and the lack of agreement on the purpose and goals for it. I mean, you basically are measuring a channel's effectiveness as opposed to measuring the effectiveness of the impact on the business. So. Well, I, I think social media in some senses is like the Internet or a website was, you know, 12, 15 years ago when people said, oh, I've got to have one. Yeah, I just but don't I'm know not really sure yet. what it's for yeah. yet. And, yeah. they, and, they're, and they're, they haven't had a chance yet to integrate into their business or they're going out and finding someone who can help them and, and that person who they're helping or the agency that's helping them has got their own idea of what their business, the direction they should be going in and doesn't know. Yeah. And in some cases has no experience within the industry that they're, they're a social media expert. They're not a expert on a particular industry that has yep. social media yep. knowledge. Yeah. I would much rather have a marketing expert who understands social media as opposed to a social media expert who maybe understands marketing. Well, and, and I think, again, it's important that they're familiar with your industry. Yeah. Because you've got to be able to speak to the voice of the people who are is your audience, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. So we are clumsily segueing into our topic, which is all about SEO, online yeah. search, and you, social media. You, you've touched on something, though, that, and I didn't give my answer yet about what the real answer no. is for why, but you've touched on something. All right. What is a social media expert in your mind? What, what does that person know or do or what is it? Do you want the naive answer from me or the informed answer from Matt? Well, let's go, let's go naive, informed, and then I will pontificate omnipotent. some BS. The omnipotent one. Yes. All right. <laughs> the naive answer for me, a social media expert, strictly that definition is someone that understands how traffic is generated on the web and knows the various tools of networks such as Facebook and LinkedIn and even mm -hmm. smaller networks plus content such as blogs and email marketing campaigns in order to generate that traffic. That to me is a social media expert. Okay. How'd I do? No, I, I mean, I guess I, I might tend to agree with that with the exception that the true expert... Um, I mean, it, it, it's going to become segmented because you're going to have the content experts or the subject matter expert oh, that's part of that. Yes, All right. yes, yes. You've got the person that's the expert in the analytics piece of it. Okay. Um, the expert who really helps you tie all of it together. I mean, I, I have a client who, who uh, they're a business B2B manufacturer, and they do stuff on their website. They blog. They have a Facebook page. They do Twitter. And unless they could tie all three together, they would never invest the amount of time that it would take to do all three things separately. So yeah. you've got to really understand how to integrate everything together. Mm. I think that that is getting closer and closer. You're right there on the cusp, and maybe you're you're at the answer that I would give, but you've said it a lot nicer. Here's really what I think a social media expert is. Now, first of all, let me say this, being the you know the Grinch that I am. Anyone who calls himself a social media expert doesn't know 
diddly about social media because they wouldn't call themselves a social media expert because they know how either uninformed they are or they, they want their magic. They want their 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 handful of tricks that they know about Twitter or Facebook or Deliver It or whatever um, to make money for them. And any you know nine year old is going to be able to do it. What a social media expert is is someone who knows how to game the internet, knows how to make things viral. That's what a social media expert is. Now let me tie this back to what the real answer is to why people have trouble understanding how to track their social media it's because they think they want to use social media this way they want to send out their social media effort or people or whatever and go hunting for clients go hunting how many click-throughs did i get i'm hunting for click-throughs that's not what social media really is i don't think that there are people who are proficient in social media that would agree with you I, well, first of all, those people, name a person, and we'll get them on the phone, who calls himself a social media expert, and I will make them cry within 15 minutes, <laughs> okay? Because I am so tired of those people. They know so few things. They know how to like, oh, yeah, you got a blog? Let me show, I'm an expert. Let me show you how to uh, automatically post to your Facebook page every time you make a blog entry. Oh, that makes you an expert? Like, wow, boy, yeah, you, that, that's you a technician. Use, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's all of these little things. You are Matt is closer to when he said the content. Yeah. That's very important. People gloss over that. It's kind of like a media buyer versus uh, a production house. Yeah. A media buyer just knows the numbers, the click-throughs, the advertising rates, the whatever how to get the good deal. Okay. Yeah. How to get the most bang for the buck, but doesn't know how to push a message. I, and the content is the most important thing. Well, and I think the magic there is getting your audience or the users to generate the content that you want. That, that's the, well, to me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, like the, the holy grail of social media to me is when you get the person who's, I don't know, went to the, the, uh, some resort okay. at St. Thomas. Okay. Yeah. Who then posts about well, such a wonderful time it is. It's a better. Yes. It's a better content than you're ever going to generate internally. It's genuine and authentic, yes. and it's yes. from the fans. Correct. Got it. I'm curious, Matt Brian. You use the term "game the internet." Game the internet. As soon as I hear the term "game," I have a negative connotation. Did you mean it negatively? Oh yes, as negatively as you can possibly imagine. As negatively as you can possibly imagine. You don't believe... All right, I'm confused here. Do okay. You, are you a proponent of social media, or do you think it's a scam, or what? I think they're true. Social media net, uh, uh, marketers, experts, are people who know how to game the Internet. For instance, I write... Uh, let's say I write about um, uh, the new uh, Samsung galaxy note telephone okay you know what i'm gonna put in the title tell me apple because apple gets a lot more clicks than samsung does talk to me matthew <laughs> well is he, i mean is he on point here if i put steve jobs in the title 
and I'm talking about the Galaxy phone, the Samsung phone, I get more views than if I put the Samsung Galaxy S3 Note telephone, cell phone out next week. If I put in something like Steve Jobs rolls over in his grave. So you basically title everything with the most search words on the internet. That's one way to do it. That's is, that's gaming the system. Is that is right? gaming it. Yep, absolutely. And the search engines haven't figured this out, or what? Well, well I mean, Google keeps you know changing their algorithm, but I mean, whatever your title is, that's going to be your title. You know. Yeah, Matthew, I mean, there, there was a big update uh, with Google recently. Their algorithm that everybody's complaining about, Panda, and all these different updates that happened, where they specifically targeted a lot of these sites that were nothing but content. Um, generation houses i mean they would they were trying to game the game the system yeah. and game google let me tell you a name you know the huffington post okay they are experts in social media yeah you know how I much mean, content they create zip they steal Zero. content from the free contributors yeah, somebody yeah, sometimes steal sometimes they just you know they get it from you free. want your article on the huffington post now yeah. for whatever reason like they have completely gained the system, so that's why that's that's why I think people don't understand the social media is not there. If you wanted to do it without gaming the system, and you wanted to do it properly or uh, truthfully, you merely offer people the experiences of what you have built or the services that you provide. And what it means to them. Give them the, the facts and the whiff them. And then just open up discussions about that. Whoever, you know, contacts you. Hey, thanks so much for being my friend on Facebook. Like what we do. We do not game the system as far as our Facebook friends. No, we don't. All of our Facebook friends have gotten a, a note from me with their name mm -hmm. at the title saying, Hey, thank you so much for sending us a friend request. We've accepted it. We don't actually send out friend requests. And thank you so much. Would you mind liking our fan page over here on Facebook? Everyone gets that note. That's not game of the system. Tell you know, me tell me what friending a fan page is all it, it gets about. a you know, it, it it's a count of how many people like it. And so once you like a fan page or whatever kind of group page or whatever they are automatically going to get the updates in their news feed from whatever we post up there gotcha okay and, and then in we, some cases yeah. you've got to get a certain number of likes or fans before you can get a custom url oh really i, yeah. I don't know i didn't know you know that. what someone was talking to me about that but i don't actually don't know what it is and i we maybe we're just grandfathered in because we have uh facebook.com slash on the horn if you go to facebook.com slash on the horn, I think, I think that comes up to our fan page, but I'll do it now. Just All to right, make sure. While he is typing away there, talk to me, if you will, Matt, about making money with social media. It, is it a tool that enables, we talked earlier, we, you mentioned conversion and actually turning click-throughs into money. Is that the goal? Is that how social media is most effective for a business, is getting to that conversion action, whatever it may be? Yeah, shaking your head. Well, I mean, you know, it goes back to what Brian said before, is that people aren't genuine if you're, if, 
in social media, it's a whole different thing than with their website in general. Okay. People are much more likely to be okay with being sold as part of a regular website where, um, or, or, yeah, I guess that's the best way to say it. As opposed to with social media, they don't necessarily want to be sold. They want to be, um, I guess, educated. Educated. So social media is an education tool. Well, I mean, I mean, I guess that the the benefit of like Facebook is I'm going to go on to Facebook and I'm going to try and find out. You know, is from from that perspective is you know. Um, I don't know. I want to put a fence up in my yard, and I want to find out whether or not some friend of mine has put a fence up, and who do they use? And yeah. I'm going to want yeah. peer endorsements, Got and it. then hopefully, then if I end up over at the uh, Facebook page or the website of this person, then I'm going to get, um, you know, I'm going to get a good experience there. All right. um, I think I think part of it is you know there, there are people that try and game it. I've seen it with you know people that try and do. Um, um, I think of ePinions as almost like a social media type site where mm-hmm. people try and post fictitious uh, posts about their own business. Or yeah. if they if they notice, they monitor it. And if they see negative posts, they want to get somebody to post positive posts to offset the negative ones they have right. or push the negative ones down. You talk about gaming the system. I think that that's what, you know, some people have people that just do nothing but monitor that. It's sort of like reputation management. I get you the know, sense. It's funny that you had mentioned that about, um, you know, I need this service. On the way over here, and my, my wife is texting me that our garage door is blown up. Like, we need a new garage door, and we've had, we've had issues with it since we bought the house. So I'm driving here. I open up, you know, Siri that connects Bluetooth through my car phone, right? And I say, Siri, update my Facebook status. What would you like to say? Anyone know a good garage door company near Avon, Connecticut? So now I've just checked, just on the off chance, yes. Overhead garage door says Gary O'Maxfield. Uh, overhead garage door, Locust Street, Hartford. Peter Walker says, yes, Torrington has a very decent one, Briar. Pearson, here's the phone number. And then James Penna also says, garage door services of Plainville. So three guys in, you know, the last one was 37 minutes ago. That's social media. Right. That's social media. That's cool. I like that. You know what I mean? Huh. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to derail you there. But it was exciting. That is cool. Yeah. That, that application I get. My... It's funny, my gut, I always listen to it, and there is a part of my gut that's telling me right now that this emphasis on marketing in the social media world and this integration of the two is a bubble that's going to explode. I don't have a sense of sustainability with it. Am I wrong? Mm, I I don't think so. I mean, that's kind of like saying... I don't think this telephone thing is really going to take off. Well, I think who's social, going to sit on the phone? For, I think yeah. social media will be around for a very long time. I think people will connect via LinkedIn and Facebook and the other niche markets and whatever else their areas of interest are. But from a marketer's point of view, everybody I talk to says if you are a marketer, you have to be using social media. You have to. It's like a mandate. Yeah. And I don't disagree. What do you think? I don't know. Well, I mean, I think it's, I but I think too you're going to find that people are going to niche to get the results that they want to get. Niche in no, what way? Well, I mean, they're going to go to smaller ones. They're going to go to the. I would believe uh, that. Athletes. Athletes. They're going to be. It's going to be no different than television, right? I mean, think about years ago. You had three networks, and that was it. 
Gotcha. Right? Yeah, interesting. Okay. I like Now it. you've like got cable going. TV and 500 different channels, and you can get a, whatever you want to watch something about. You want to watch just about fishing? There's a fishing channel. I can do military history. 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 I can right. do... Got it. Yeah. <laughs> the History Channel, a.k.a. Mm. the Hitler Channel. Mm. <laughs> Everything World War II. Here it is. <laughs> World War II, all the time. Yes. Now how much would you pay? So I think you're going to find... I think you're going to get... The big brands, mm-hmm. you know, that'll be everywhere. And you're going to get the other people that have a more limited budget that are going to say, we're going to yeah. invest our money where we're going to get the best return. And so do you think then, from a business model standpoint, the difference between broadcast and cable television is cable people pay a subscription for. Uh, right now, social media is free. Well, except the one that you were talking about, the phishing site, right, where you got to pay. Yeah, but that's a... But, well, that that's an example of where we're going, I think. Right. Yeah. If we fragment like this and we now become very niche-oriented like we are with our television stations, now do you say to yourself, I'm going to pick and choose which social media networks I want to be part of, and I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to pick everyone under the sun like Facebook. I'm going to go over to uh, people who want to advertise in uh, Connecticut via, you know, internet radio. Dot com. You know, I'm yeah, going to join they're that. They're just pounding our door down. Well, you know, they are. I mean, you know. Well, no, but I think it's like what you said when, you know, you're you're, moder- you're monitoring this LinkedIn group about podcasts and it gets, it it's overwhelming how much stuff you're going to get. So yeah. I think what's going to happen is people are going to self-select and they're going to say, yeah, I'm going to go where I don't, I only have so many hours in the day. So I'm going to, I'm going to gravitate to what has the greatest interest to well, me. That's I- interesting that you said that, uh, how many hours in the day, because I was thinking about this today. I think I need to. And you're very good at this, Ken. I need to start scheduling my day and budgeting time for that sort of thing. I am, uh, you know, I'm with the exception of LinkedIn, I'm on every social media thing that you could possibly think of. And I have like a a system where I don't really schedule time to do it. It's sort of like I when I get to work and I do it, and it's like the first, it happens to be like the first half hour to an hour. And it's just sort of done. Yeah. But now I'm thinking that with LinkedIn, it's just sort of that, straw that breaks the camel's back i think i need to kind of step back and say what time of the day am i going to be doing this website and this website and this website no and by the way i have this investment business i gotta take care of and oh by the way you know i gotta update the uh, on the horn website oh by the way i gotta do this so i i think social media if from a business standpoint you really got to start uh budgeting to i really have to start budgeting time yeah. for that it is exceptionally time consuming I mean, if you're going to do it with diligence, with fresh content all the time, it really is a big time suck. It's from my perspective, I've always thought of it as how much would it cost for me to hire a salesperson to go out and talk to all of these people just the way I would want to create a message? These, you know, 2,700 people that are on Facebook with me and tell them something that I want them to hear. It would cost me. You know, at least twenty, thirty thousand dollars in a salary, forty thousand, whatever, whatever. It might get to that point where it becomes so time consuming that it's now worth twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars a year for me to kind of offload that update messaging yeah, but to someone else. Matt was talking earlier, you'd hire a content person. I mean, he said there are social media content developers, there are people that specialize in the analytics, there are people that specialize in the integration. Social media is becoming its own specialty platform. You know, I wonder if there's a way to do, like, you hire a content guy 
and a technician to work together to create something that you really have nothing to do with. Sure. There's, there's whole businesses that would built be around a, that. Bus- yeah. that. That would be interesting. Yeah, I mean, there's people that will handle your entire program for you. You know what I would like? Here's what I would like. I would like to hire a financial planner to do my job. And then I would just go out there and knock down doors. I could double my assets under under management if I could just not have to go in the office every day. And manage the money. And just manage the money. Yeah. How much do you think that person would cost? Could I get that for under 100000 I haven't a clue. Don't know. This could be a, this is like opening up my eyes. Hire everyone to do everything that you want to do. Then do nothing else. That'd be great. I could hire you to strategically think for me. I'd love to see the cost structure on that thing. I don't know. But I, you know what the problem is? You'd have to do a lot of them because your margin would be so thin. <laughs> I keep thinking about You'd make $10 million a year and you bring home like 500 <laughs> You make a good point, though. and I'm going to ignore your hiring everybody okay. comments because there's this... I'm just going to ignore them. Okay. Uh, but Jeez. the point that you make is 2,700 friends on Facebook. Right. And what would it take to craft my specific message and reach out to each of them without that kind of a platform? That would be extremely <laughs> difficult to do. Right. And I think that's the value of social media. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It, it enables one to many with very specific messaging and the critical part is making sure that it's tied back to whatever your business model is and whatever your business strategy is. It's It can't operate independent of what you're doing as far as being a business. Otherwise, it's just traffic, as you said earlier. Right. Yeah. And you have to know what your business model is. I was talking to the guys. Uh, I was actually talking to Dr. Camp over at Central CT Dental, who's one of our sponsors. And he was saying... He gets most of his business from people driving by, seeing the sign outside. Interesting. I said, really? You have this whole social media thing that you could do. He has a gorgeous website. I don't know if you've ever actually been to mm-hmm. his website. Um, it, it, that's a professional website. That's not just like a, you know, slap something up. They spent some money on that. Uh, plus, they can do the online uh, appointment management and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, well, I, I'm surprised. You guys aren't getting more from either social media or they actually don't do any. They do like local, you know, the football team needs uh, new helmets. So they'll throw something in. They get their name in the, uh, in, the in the brochures for the football team and the programs or something. So they do a lot of that stuff. But they don't do uh, any other traditional marketing. We're it. We're it. So we want to change that because we want to keep them as a sponsor. Okay. So if you got a problem with your teeth, do your teeth hurt right now? Matt, how are your teeth? My teeth are good today. Your teeth are good today? Today. How were they yesterday? Oh, they were they're doing okay, doing fine. They're doing fine. Ken, how are your teeth? I'm doing Ken, when was fine. the last time you flossed? Yesterday. Yesterday. You didn't do it this morning, did you? I did not. You know, I you just... gotta take care of your teeth, man. They're the best friends you're ever gonna have, Ken. Once a night. All right. Uh if you have serious issues or routine checkups, you should go nowhere else than centralctdental.com. You can make an appointment online. That's how convenient it is. 860-747-5761. I love telling the story of my friend Ron, who was golfing. You haven't heard this story. He was golfing in a golf tournament, three-day tournament, huge tournament, major member member tournament, three-day thing. 
on Friday, he's playing around, stops at the, uh, at the, at the shack midway through the round, takes a bite into a peach and cracks his front tooth. It's gone. He's in the middle of a round. The nerve is exposed. He's miserable. He can't play golf. He's in this big golf tournament. Dr. Camp opens up the door Friday night, fixes his tooth, comes back. We were all upset, actually, because we had a great nickname. We were calling him Redneck Ronnie because he was missing his front tooth. Comes back, perfect. You would never know that he even had any work done. That's how perfect it was. He even shaded it to the other color of his teeth. And, uh, you know, that's the kind of service that you get from uh, from Camp, Sambor, Lupini, Doctors Camp, Sambor, and Lupini. Great guys over there, the Plainville Farmington line, very easy to get to. Give them a call, 747-5761, centralctdental.com. But, you know, they get a lot of their business. People driving by seeing the sign. Don't give up on what is working now just to, quote, do social media. I think that was our message, Ken, right? I think so. Don't give up on the stuff that's working. Build on top of it. Yes. Vertical. Let me ask Matt a question. Are there businesses that would not benefit from integrating social media into their marketing? You know, I think it really depends upon who your market is. And as those as the social media sites segment or get more specialized, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I think of the world of B2B and manufacturers. I mean, how much, are, you know, they're not going to get any real bang out of Facebook, mm-hmm. right? Correct. Their audience isn't there. However, if there's... If there's a niche site that begins to evolve to be more of a social media type site that's in their target audience, yep. Um, like I've seen many of the um, industry specialist sites that used to be more informational or content becoming more social. Mm-hmm. They're endorsing or embracing more of the social stuff so that they're that people they're trying to remain relevant. All right. You know, you used to have the industry rags that came out. Yeah. You know, yeah. but now their websites are less relevant. Okay. So how do they stay relevant? They have to try and become more of a social media type place for people to come to get information about their industry. I think that's where, you know, companies have to migrate to that type of site if they're in a, um, a in a lot of cases, a B2B type business. Because I don't think you're going to get it with. Are all social media online and are all online tactics social media? Is email marketing considered social media? Is search engine optimization considered social media? Yeah, uh, that one is for sure. Mm. Okay. So the email thing, I don't know. I think it's yeah. considered I mean, spammy. I, I know a manufacturer out in the Waterbury corridor, and one hundred percent of their new business comes to them through their website. One hundred percent. They work exclusively with a distribution network, and they mostly through organic uh, meta words and content get to the top of the search engines for their particular product. And it works great for them. And they don't... I'm not sure they consider it social media. And I'm, I, I guess for our audience, what I'm trying to figure out is, is when we talk about social media, are we only talking about the networks like LinkedIn and Facebook and Twitter, etc.? Or these niche networks, or are we talking about a more all-encompassing strategic approach to online marketing? 
Well, I mean, I think traditionally people think of social media as the it's the Twitters, the Facebooks, the yeah. LinkedIn's, whatever it is, that kind of thing. I think that um, that's part of they can be part of a of an online strategy. Okay, but I think search has got to be a big component of that. All right, and search is social media. Mm. I think your social media can support search. I don't think of search itself as social media. Me personally, about constant contact, email. Mm. I mean, they're branching out to try and reach into social mar social networking too, and and have other components that they help as a service, just like they've made email marketing a service. Um, but again, their core is email marketing, which is you know more of um, more of a straight marketing than social social networking yeah i think mind. you have to think of this because they're on the internet doesn't mean they're social media the constant contact or mailchimp or any one of these other ones mr mail i think is another one um that's just valpac is right. really what that is okay. you know the blue envelope yeah. things yeah. that's just valpac how about blogs blogs is very social media yeah. i think yeah. yeah well see social media i guess a better way to look at social media is social media invites interaction with the Correct. recipient or the you or the the other person that's a great definition. so a, a true blog yeah is one that allows comments if people say they're blogging but they don't allow anyone to comment on it then you're not really blogging you're just you're developing content yeah which is just another web page i like that it allows interact yeah or invites it invites interaction okay that makes sense so is the last piece of the title for the topic tonight, making money online. If mm. you could say any one thing to people when they start thinking about their online marketing efforts and their incorporation of social media, what would be the one guiding principle they should follow <laughs> in order to make money with it instead of just wasting time? Because it can be a big time suck. Well, I think you've got to, I mean, I guess it's the same thing always. I, I, to me, it's the same thing in sales in general. It's what action are you taking to progress the sale? Okay. So social media has to move the process forward. Correct. I disagree. I disagree. That's what I'm well, talking about. Well, to make about. money, though. He, he said, how are you to make money with it? Yeah, now, now let's not, talk yeah. about one other thing, though. I will say yeah. some organizations in a business-to-business -business environment are using social media not from a sales perspective they're making money with it in a different way how so um they might be utilizing um i've seen people use twitter or uh businesses use twitter as a way to recruit people they might post that hey we're looking for someone for this position okay and because you can there's various tools to monitor yep so people can monitor it and come back and say oh well yeah I, I can fill that position gotcha i mean i there's a there's a agency in hartford that filled a job for a, a, a marketing agency that filled a job for somebody in six hours by making a post on twitter really yeah for a programmer all right so it's um right. so what's your disagreement brian uh social media can't be about in my mind uh roi Cannot be? Cannot be. Uh, that begs for more detail. Okay. Advertising has ROI. Marketing does not have ROI. I disagree. 
marketing is does the blue uh, give more of a sense of uh, truthfulness or does the red give more of a sense of excitement? Which one should we pick for our logo? That's a marketing decision. The advertising decision is how do we get our message out there and what is it that we're going to say with this, you know, blue or red logo? If you you're going to redo the logo, it's part of a broader campaign of rebranding. Okay, well, branding is part of marketing. Agreed. Which is not an ROI. You know how I know that? And that you can't disagree with because no company is in charge of their brand. A brand is given to a company by the people. I agree again. Okay. So you can't have a return on investment on something you can't control. That's like saying, you know, the weather is going to be my return on investment. I think you can get ROI in marketing. Okay. I think you can if you are diligent on your tactics and you're diligent on your measurement and you adjust based on what the outcomes are and the goal and how they relate to the goals that you're setting. Your customer service service sales representative, the person that you have answering the phone calls and uh, troubleshooting with a customer, uh, you have instructed them to be pleasant on the phone. Correct. How do you track that? You track that based on client retention and post call surveys with regard to satisfaction. Okay, so uh, how do you know if they're being pleasant? You ask. Okay, and who do you ask? Ask the customer. And what are you going to compare that to? Uh, I'm not sure I understand that question. Return on investment. There's you, two two items there, return and investment. The investment so part you, is... So you're telling me about what the return is. The investment. I want to create this. What's the investment? I want a retention rate of 97% on my clients. I do okay, not so want to lose... The, that's the return. And the investment is that I conduct training programs, that I pay a certain salary level for these people. But how would you That know? I measure for every 100 calls that this person handles, how many of those calls on follow-up with the customers are retained clients. Okay. And how do you know if they're being pleasant? You ask. Okay. And so how do you, how do you train someone to be pleasant? I'm not sure. It's a hypothetical, and I'm not sure if that's something you can train somebody to do. You hire pleasant. That's a personality. You have to hire pleasant. You can't. I don't think you can imbue pleasantness into someone. I think you just know, and I think a lot of marketing is you just know. You know that if you want to inspire someone to think of you as trustworthy, you don't put up. Uh, a black and purple logo. You know what I mean? You just sort of know that. Now, there's no investment. There is a lot of marketing that does not require actual out-of-pocket dollars. But marketing as a discipline is measurable. It is measurable in terms of a return on investment for whatever metric you're establishing. It does not necessarily have to be revenue increase. I think you're confusing marketing and advertising. No, I'm not. Okay. Not at all. All right, so give give me a, a marketing piece. What's what what's an example of a marketing piece that's not advertising? A marketing that you can get ROI on. Um, I'm going to conduct a survey. 
where I'm going to reach out to clients. Mm -hmm. And in that survey, I want to know what the client's level of satisfaction is with their recent purchase of wiffle balls. Okay, where, where's the marketing? Do you know where the marketing is? Yeah, the marketing is in the development of the survey, the selection of the clients I'm going to reach out to. It's setting up the metrics of the satisfaction level that I'm looking for. It's getting specific feedback on the product itself. Customer contact is marketing. Interaction with customers is marketing. Every time you touch a customer, it's marketing. Okay, so that would be social media, would be marketing. Marketing, social media, yeah. Okay, so someone sends you, an, someone sends out an email that's marketing to Joe Schmo, who says, happy birthday, Joe, thanks for being a great client. That would be marketing. Yeah. Okay. What's the return on investment there? What's the ROI? Uh, in your hypothetical, the ROI could be anything. I mean, but it could be client retention over a year. It could be client satisfaction level. It could be client feedback on, do you like birthday greetings via email? I, you set up the metric based on what your goals for the business are. It could be that the the message that was received was so great, I wanted to share it with my friends. There you are. There's an ROI. Did I get a further reach with a birthday message? Okay, so you're you're establishing a metric saying, I'm going to uh, send out happy birthday wishes to people in hopes of that I get a uh, a referral because I'm such a nice guy that I remembered your birthday. And uh, however many in the year of uh, birthdays that go by, how many referrals did I get that I can, can attribute to saying happy birthday to someone? Oh, that, that's implausible. But yeah, you could build that hypothetical, but it's not one I'd ever build. Well, yes, that's not one I would ever build either. Yeah, I mean, that's But that's, that's sort of silly. my... Right, which is why I'm trying to say social media, establishing an ROI for social media is silly. You don't, you don't do it. Uh, I'm not sure I agree. Well, you don't have to. That's the beauty of this. <laughs> you're the expert, Matt. I, I think somehow you're going to have to measure the investment and at some point you're going to have to say that you you feel that you're getting some type of ROI or else you're just not going to continue to do it. You can't afford to continue to do it depending yeah. upon what your investment is. Whether it's time, money, or both. Right. We're wrapping. Let's wrap it up. Whatever your comments are, be sure to leave a message for us on our <laughs> blog. If you give us your birth date, we'll send you a message on that day. Hey, well, I'll tell you what, though. Every one of my Facebook, all 2,700 of them, you know what happens? I get a little notification when it's their birthday yep. every morning. And what do I do? I wish every one of them a happy birthday. There you are. You're loved universally, Brian. Not really, but <laughs> that's why if I really was, I wouldn't have to wish everybody a happy birthday. <laughs> Thank you very much to Matt Service for joining us. Service Internet Solutions is the name of his business. Check him out online if you like. Uh, Ken Cook, go to peer-to-peeradvisors.com. He's smarter than me, and take his word for it, because he does this for a living, and I just I just play devil's advocate. And, and you do you. that well. And I do do it well. I do do it. I do do. I do do. I'm a do-do. Uh, we couldn't have done this uh, show without uh, you guys for listening. And, of course, our sponsors, Amazon.com, Gateway Financial Partners, the accounting firm of Budwitz & Meyerjack, Deepwater Seafood of Avon, and Central CT Dental. 
Chatroom.com. Go floss your teeth. Special thanks to Chatroom moderator Evan Richards. We're closing up shop for this week, but we will be back next Tuesday at 5 p.m. We will once again be open for business. We'll see you. Cheers. Cheers.